to uh, have your Bibles today, uh, open up to the book of Luke, and uh, we'll be reading from chapter 10. So the message today is, um, you know, we need love in our heart. God says he is love, and if you have the Holy Spirit, you will have love in your heart. It's part of Jesus. Amen? Amen. And so what we're going to read about is a parable, uh, a famous parable. It's called the Good Samaritan. And the word reads, starting in verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up to test him, to test Jesus, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, what is written in the law? What is your reading of it? Now he's talking about the Hebrew original text, your Old Testament. If you have a Bible that has Old and New Testament, it's the Hebrew original text. You understand? And he said to him, what is written in the law? What is your reading of it? Meaning your understanding of it. So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. Now, he's not just talking to this lawyer. He's talking to you and me, brothers and sisters. If we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we love our neighbor as ourselves, amen, we're going to live forever. Now, we can't leave out that we, we must believe that Jesus, the Son of God, the only begotten Son, came incarnated in human form to die on a cross for you and me, for our sins, to be the sacrificial lamb. And we're washed with the blood of Jesus. Amen? Praise God. And praise Jesus for being obedient unto death. But then what? We have to repent. Acts 2.38, remember it says, Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus, and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. That's that love. That's Jesus inside of you. Amen? Amen. But then what? You have to practice it. Let your light shine. Right? In James it says, works without, works without faith is death. Faith without works is death. Mm -hmm. He says, I will show you my faith by my works. God is looking for those works in you, brothers and sisters. Amen? We can't believe or say we believe just in word, but we need to do it in deed also. Amen? Amen. All right, so now we're going to get into the parable. And when we go into the parable, just to give you a background, the Samaritans and the Jews, the Israelites, they didn't get along, right? Uh, there's a place where uh, Yeshua, Jesus, is talking to a Samaritan woman at a well. 
And there, when the apostles come, the disciples come and see this, they're puzzled. Even the woman is puzzled. Why are you talking to me, a Samaritan? They didn't talk. So while we go through this just in modern days, unfortunately, picture the Samaritan being a black person, all right? And the other individuals in the story, white people, all right? So we pick it up in verse 29. But he wanting to justify himself said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothes, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. You understand? Picture. He's on the side of the road. Half dead. Unless somebody helps him. Reading from 31. Now by chance a certain priest came down the, the road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. He didn't help him. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. He too did not help him. Now the priests were in the line of a direct line of Aaron. And Aaron was a Levite. And the Levites are the ones that are not on the direct line of Aaron, but they're all part of Levite, which is a tribe, one of the 12 tribes of Israel, okay? Levite being a son of Jacob, whose name is changed to Israel by God. You understand where we're at? So these are very important people, not just in the community, right? But they're God's... Um, like the first one would be called God's shepherd, right? He's supposed to be bringing people to salvation. But it's a Samaritan, you understand, right? So it goes on the other side. Levite, same thing, goes on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. That's love, brothers and sisters. So he went to him and he bandaged his wounds, pouring up on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to the inn, and he took care of him. On the next day when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, take care of him. And whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So Jesus says to him, which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? Reading verse 37, he answers and says, he who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. You see, everyone is your neighbor. The Bible, the Word of God says if your enemy is hungry and is asking for food, you need to give it to him. Amen? Amen. So we always read two passages and then I preach. We have one more passage to read. Please join me and turn to 1 John chapter 3. 
And we'll just read three verses, verses 10, 17, and 18. And it reads, In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifested. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. That means whoever doesn't obey God. Brothers and sisters, when we are born again Christian, our goal is to please God and do His will. And His will is not for us to continue sinning. No. Scripture tells us because we are saved by grace, are we to continue to sin? It follows with God forbid. He knows you're going to make mistakes. Born again Christians sin rarely. Since people that are not born again sin perpetually over and over and over. You understand? But if we sin, we ask for forgiveness, and He forgives us. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Amen? Amen. All right, so the next verse says, or the next half of verse 10 says, Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. Right? So this, this, this priest that walked by and went on the other side of the road, he's not, he's not living a righteous life. He's not showing love in his heart. He doesn't have love in his heart. Otherwise, he would stop and help them, right? Same thing with the Levite. Doesn't matter what status you are in this world to God, He judges without partiality. You understand? Amen. So, reading 17 and 18. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? Amen. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue but in deed and in truth. You see, you can't just tell people, I'm a Christian. God says to love everyone, and I do. Okay? You, have to, you actually have to live that life stuff. Right? If, if you're coming off the off-ramp, and there's a man, and he has a sign that says, need food. And he has his hand out. And you don't give him anything. You don't give him a little change in your pocket. Or better yet, like I've shared before, take a little Ziploc bag, put a granola bar in it, peanuts, raisins, things that are good that won't go bad in this bag. Better yet, also add a track, a track that talks about Jesus and salvation. And now you're feeding the man with, with uh, earthly food and spiritually food. Amen? But do not drive past him. Don't be that priest who walked on the other side of the road. Because if you do, brothers and sisters, you don't have Jesus in your heart. You are not practicing in deed, just word, just in your lips. You understand? And if your heart is so hard that it won't do that, then you need to repent, worthy to receive the Holy Spirit. Change from your evil ways. Ask God to renew your mind. And more importantly, at this point, Renew that stony heart of yours and fill it with a pure circumcised heart. And he says he will. Absolutely. When he delivers you and fills you with the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, that's not all that happens. He renews your carnal mind to a clear mind, a mind that thinks of the Lord, the mind that's on the Lord to please him and do his will. And then he renews that stony heart into a loving heart. Because God is love, and if He's inside of you, in your heart, with your soul, in your spirit, 
He's communing. Amen. But he won't. The Holy Spirit, God's not going to skin Jesus in your heart when you have an evil spirit in there causing your spirit, you, to sin perpetually or to have that hateful heart. In Genesis, when God destroys the earth with the flood, he says, he does it, he feels bad that he even made man because he says there's evil in the thoughts of all men. And today, brothers and sisters, we have that. Evil in the thoughts of most men and women. You understand? Not his chosen, right? Many are called, but few are chosen. Many called are the ones that go to the altar, ask God in their heart, ask for the Holy Spirit, but the ones that are chosen receive the Holy Spirit, right? They don't just do it with their lips, but with deed. They make proper changes in their life. And then God delivers them and fills them with the Holy Spirit. And seals them for the day of redemption. And writes their name in the book of life. Amen? Amen. Now I want to share a story with you. Something happened to me. Maybe 30 to 40 years ago. Um, I grew up in a, in a town in California called San Bernardino, California. We called it Purdue. And uh, at one time, it was classified as the most dangerous city in the nation. That's in the United States. Number one. Okay? Per capita, the murders there are higher than Los Angeles. Okay? Gangs are rampant. Hatred is rampant. And when I was uh, a young man uh, in between the ages of 17 and age 20, I fell into sin. Yeah. And I started running around with the bad crowd, right? Which is not hard to find in that city. You understand, right? It's kind of like Nazareth. When they say Jesus came from Nazareth, they say, well, does anything good come from Nazareth? Well, does anything good come from San Bernardino? I mean, it's, you know, it's sad, but it's true. Right? And so, one day, I'm at a party, okay? There's a guy there. He's a big guy. He's all tatted up. Now, back then, if you were sleeved, meaning tatted on your sleeves, that meant you, you just came out of prison. You got those, they're prison tats. Today, uh, tattoos are very common among the young people, and uh, it's not the same thing. Okay? But back then, that's what it was. Okay? And he was having this party because one of his friends had just been released from prison. And so I'm at this party, which outdoors, dirt, an acre of dirt, okay? And there's this little shed. And so... We're inside the little shed. I'm ashamed to tell you this, but we're partying. We're drinking alcohol, okay? I'm sure there was marijuana passed around. And the woman that I'm with appears to have black, black heritage in her. I think what she looked like to me is half Mexican, half African American. And so what happens is, 
The people outside the little shed, the owner who's inside the shed with me, has his soldiers, if you will, they, they, they plant a, a cross and they light it on fire. Ooh. Not good, right? And the woman I'm with, she's, she's, she's trembling, trembling. And I tell the man, God is not happy with you. And he panics because then smoke starts coming inside the shed. And it gets hot. And so he beats the door. He wants to open it. But it won't open. It won't open, brothers and sisters. And I laugh. Through the Holy Spirit, I laugh. And he's panicking. Everyone in the room is panicking. He's beating on the door. Beating on the door. Ah, uh, thank God the door opened. They put out the fire. Hmm. But brothers and sisters, okay? Someday God is coming for you. And you want to be right with God. Because it's going to be too late to be getting on your knees. Scripture says every knee shall bow. And every knee will confess that he is the Son of God when they see him in the sky. But brothers and sisters, the Bible, word of God is clear. The path to heaven is narrow. The path to hell is wide. Why? Because most people are going to go to hell. It's sad, but it's true. Be on that narrow path, brothers and sisters. Go to heaven. Be with our Lord and Savior. Don't be part of the world. Right? Don't. So, brothers and sisters, if you're not saved today, or maybe you become a prodigal son or daughter, right? You got back into sinning. The Scripture says, if you willfully sin... After you receive the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Well, what's that? It's Jesus dying on the cross for you. So, when you become a prodigal son or daughter, you, you willfully sin by going back and sinning perpetually the way you did before you were saved. And if that's you, brothers and sisters, and you want to commit your life back to Jesus, Yeshua, or if you're not saved at all, Please join me in a prayer of repentance for the remission of sins. And please bow your heads with me and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne today to ask you for forgiveness for my sins. And I thank you, Father, for sending your only Son to die on the cross for me. Dear Father, I will change my evil ways. I will make proper changes in my life, starting with getting rid of evil company, to please you and do your will. And dear Father, when I and worthy in your eyes to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and renew my mind completely and take this stony heart out and fill it with a pure, loving, 
circumcised heart. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus and seal me for the day of redemption and write my name in the book of life. And your will always be done, not mine, Lord. And we pray this in the precious name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. So for all of you, if you prayed that prayer, I have a Bible study on Wednesday morning, but you can pick it up anytime on Brothers Joe's Facebook. And um, I invite you to join me. And please continue, all of you, please continue to join me for home worship on Sunday. So brothers and sisters, all of you that have joined me today, I pray that that God our Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua Jesus, keeps evil from you throughout the week and leads us all out of temptation. And remember to pray up and read up every day. And keep the love of Yeshua Jesus in your heart and we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday, forever and ever. Amen.